Spoiler warning, if you have not seen Matt Reeves' The Batman film, do not listen to this podcast. Uh, We are going to dig into all the details of the movie, so please go watch the movie first, then come back and hear us talk about it. All right, here's the show. Well, it's best song ever, not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Vengeance, aka Luke LeBen. And <laughs> joining me for a very special Batman episode is. The Jim Gordon to my Bruce Wayne, best song ever's Batman expert and host of the Big Dead Energy podcast, Joe Lopez. Thanks for joining me, Uh, Joe. How are you doing? Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. That's one hell of a title. I feel much better about myself. (laughs) Good. I'm glad I could uh, add some pomp and circumstance to your intro. And um, obviously, you're here filling in because Kevin is sick. He got COVID. I told him... Not to open up that kissing booth on Woodward, but yeah. he just wouldn't listen. Licking doorknobs. He got too many kisses. Yep. Too so. many kisses. So while Kevin recovers, he's not going to be able to see the Batman for a minute. So Ugh, Poor guy. Since we've both seen it, we yes. got to talk about it. We need to get this out. So Ugh. first, before we get into the movie, though. Yes. I do have to tell you a quick story. Okay. And have you ever been to an MJR theater? Uh, the only one is in my neck of the woods, and it's probably the shittiest MJR theater. Okay, and have you gone there? Uh, in like high like school, seen a movie there. Okay, yeah. and did so. Let me tell you what happened because I'm we were <laughs> we were an AMC family, and uh, <laughs> so I only go to AMC or Imagine. And we went to Imagine, but like their ticket machine was like a mess and there was no one there to help. Oh, no. And so we were like, let's just, yeah. We were like, I was like, I better see this movie. And there was like right. a family next to me that was just like, like you could tell they're about to have an argument. Oh, jeez. Um, and they were like, come on. Um, so we go to MJR. And so we're sitting there before the, the movie and this like song starts playing. And I knew there was a song because Kyle yeah. said, it's more fun at MJR or whatever. Right. But what I wasn't prepared for is that everyone in the theater clapped. The clapped. Go, okay, so you know about this. Yes. I almost ran out of the theater. I was like, what's <laughs> happening right now? Yeah, <laughs> the clap, man. MJR. Man, wow. So I now can't... I'm like, maybe I should see movies there. Yeah. It's, fun. it's more fun at MJR, is what they say. Oh. They it's right there in the song. I it, it, it's right it. there. It's more fun at MJR. But <laughs> they don't have Paul Gantz. Is that his name? The the owner of oh, uh, yep. Imagine. Boy, I love him. <laughs> yeah, and Jay Towers. And with Jay those Towers. Sketches. <laughs> oh, what yeah. an intro. So, man, these theaters, they're they are stepping up their game. They really the are. Intro videos. Okay, but we got to talk about this movie. Got to get it out. Yeah, you texted us all in our group thread. You saw it first and you were like, this is everything I wanted in a Batman movie, which for you is saying a lot because you're a huge Batman head. Huge Batman fan. So I just want to hear like your overall thoughts on the movie. 
Are we talking spoilers? Do we want to get into spoilers? Oh, we're getting so spoilery. I put a spoiler warning at the beginning, so okay. Th- this is your last chance to jump ship. We're get spoiling. out of here. Go go watch it and come back. Yeah, scram, scram, uh, man, man. When, the minute it starts off, oh, with that it, opening sequence is so the good. opening sequence, and it's Ave Maria. And then you just see the the uh, camera through the eyes of the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What a way to start a movie. And then, yeah. like, you just start off right with a bang. And then the the creepy shadow shot yes. of him, like, behind the guy in the text. And that was and great. Actually, you know, it's funny. I wasn't even talking about that part of the opening sequence. That was the opening. I was yeah. talking about... Batman in the shadows. Like, oh yeah, that part was so like the criminals being afraid of him. Yeah, that was, I loved that part so much. That part's really great too. Um, overall, it was an amazing experience, start to finish. Um, what I really loved was like you got a sliver of Bruce Wayne, but you got way more Batman. Yes, yes. I loved um, that. It was really great. It's three hour, almost three hours long, which can be daunting. Uh, yes, but definitely was at times, but it, it still held my interest. I just yeah. felt the three hours more than I okay. had, say in Avengers Endgame for some reason. Gotcha. I think maybe because that's all like, you know, action packed and this yeah. was more like, like took its time detective yeah. story and that's why it was so good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like it did feel long. I'm going to really enjoy watching it at home. Yes. I can pause to pee. <laughs> did you get up to pee at any point? I did. So I did it. It was after the car chase. Because uh, okay. Kyle went during the car chase and took forever. And then I went when she got back because <laughs> she went to get like snacks and stuff. But then uh, I went and I think uh, I came back right when it was like a very important scene talking about the Arkhams and the the oh. wings and oh, like all that. So I actually missed the part where Martha was a uh, Arkham. Yeah. And so, but still I was like, oh, okay. This is like, we're uncovering it because I liked the theory that the Riddler was uh, Bruce's like half brother or something. Yeah. But also I feel like that's, for a movie this in this day and age, that's kind of easy to be like right. the illegitimate kid. So I thought it was really cool how they just made it like he was a fan. He was yeah. a copycat. Yeah, which and is really that interesting. Scene, that scene was just so brilliantly directed and acted where Batman and the Riddler talk and he thinks he's found out, but then he's like, oh, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's so great. Oh, and overall, I mean, like I said, it was – how I I could only relate it to probably how Jared and Kevin felt leaving Dune because Dune is so accurate the movie? to the book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Dune movie is so accurate to the book that like yeah. th- this movie was just so like there's no one storyline that it follows because there's no comic book that, line that this kind of takes place. But um, yeah, it just felt like a Batman comic. It was gritty. It really he did, did. He did detective work. He uh, did detective work. <laughs> Finally. Which, okay, I do want to talk about that because I just rewatched the four old Batmans. Okay. And <laughs> um, this was like, 
around Christmas. I just did it for fun because they were yeah. on HBO. And uh, my favorite one, certainly not the best one, but my favorite one is Batman Forever. It's so and good. <laughs> it's so great. Um, and I love this, like what the Dark Knight was to Tim Burton's Batman this is to Batman Forever, where that was like a really silly, campy version. This is like the more sophisticated yeah. version. And I mean, like the Riddler clues, obviously that's based off the Zodiac Killer, like the right. ciphers and totally. the cards and stuff. But uh, that's what they do in Batman Forever. What Jim Carrey does is the Riddler. And the my favorite scene, I remember it from when I was a kid and I loved it watching it again because it's the dumbest connection. Like they were trying to have that like, Oh, the detective puts it together and he goes, Mr. E, what's another word for mystery? Enigma, Edward Nigma, Mr. E. It's like it all circles back on itself and like he figures it out like four times. And I was like, that's so terrible. Oh, but, that's uh, so bad. But I love that. And so I love that we got a scary and like yeah. gritty version of the Riddler doing that stuff. And he's like, He's creepy. He's so good. Paul Dano is Paul I mean, Dano. just amazing. He is an amazing actor. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen Prisoners? I always wanted to. I have never seen it. The one with Hugh Jackman. Yes. Right? Go yeah. watch it. He's in it. He is so good in Prisoners. Dang. Wait. I knew him from Little Miss Sunshine originally. <laughs> 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 and loved him in that. He was like the the emo kid. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but yeah, Paul he's Dana. always got like great roles and in, like indie stuff and glad to yeah. see him on the big screen. For yeah. Sure. I in this movie, I really love that the Riddler uh, glad they didn't put him in like green spandex or a green. Suit. Yes. You know, I loved his just like rough and gruff military esque uniform with that mask. Um, yeah, so good. The mask threw me off at first when I first saw pictures of him in the mask. I was like, I I don't get it. You didn't like, like it. Hmm. But then as the movie went on, he explains behind the mask right. I could be who I needed to be. Yeah, and, and the mask is who he really is. Yeah, and uh, God, his voice is good. It's just that yeah. creepy. Oh, everything oh. about it is just so good. He was perfect. Um, now. Let's talk about the Joker cameo. <laughs> let's just let's just get into it. Let's just get it, get it out of the way. Um, yeah, because I was just like, we got too many Jokers. Which one's which? I don't yeah. know anymore. But I'll take Barry Keoghan, uh Yes, Joker. I he's a really good actor. He was great in Eternals. Yes, he and was. So I'll take him as a Joker. But I I am like, so we've got Joaquin out there somewhere, and that might just be a one off. We yeah. got Jared Leto, and now Barry Cohen. So we got three dangling jokers, and we have Jared Leto in two different time period yeah. dimensions in the Snyder cut. So who who knows? Yeah. Um, but that was just a fun little thing at the end. Uh, Certainly not my favorite moment, and not really necessary. But right. But fun. but uh, um, his voice was good. The little silhouette yeah. we got of him was good with the crazy yeah. hair. Um, it was it was fun. I love um, the Joker. I just Jared and I just did an episode on the Killing Joke. Um, yes, I have a Batman. Do you tattoo. feel like he's? 
don't you feel like he's been done to death? Yes. I mean, that's what I was great, getting at. But, yeah. Uh, you can't have Batman without a Joker, but like, do we need a Joker? I don't. I don't know. There's so many great Batman villains out there. Like, give me a yeah. scary Scarecrow. Um, yes. Give me a Mad Hatter who's a kidnapper. Um, you know, like there's a couple other villains out there that are just like creepy. The Court of Owls. And like Court of Owls. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was watching this video of like the cast talking about uh, like fan theories and yeah. Court of Owls was thrown around a lot. But that was really cool. And this will uh, segue us into what I want to talk about next, which is the cast. Yeah. Uh, because Pattinson said he lurks on the forums and like he read like what fans wanted Batman to be and used it to inform his character. Which is great. Is he the best Batman? He might be. Jared Jared just asked me this question too. Um, <laughs> ben Affleck's my favorite Batman. Oh, but, interesting. Yeah. Um, why? So Just I, why? <laughs> I, I love... No, he's fine. I love my Batman who is smart, tough, and built like a tank. And... Uh. <laughs> And that's Ben Affleck. I mean, he's the biggest Batman we've had. You love a beefy boy. I love a beefy boy. Uh, he was like six foot four, like two hundred and twenty pounds, like this huge hulking man. Um, but Pattinson doing this detective work, he's. I think. Yeah. I think if they continue to give him his movies, and the world can mm-hmm. get over Robert Pattinson in quotations. Yes. He's going to be the new people's Batman. I think he's going to be the... For sure. What Heath Ledger did for the Joker, I think Robert Pattinson will do for Batman. Yeah. And it does feel like this movie had the advantage of seeing all these Batmans before and ways that they didn't get certain things right. Yeah. Or that they did find it just wasn't as cool as it was in this one. Right. And I feel like this really does said it right like gotham feels right gordon feels right jeffrey wright's my jeffrey right oh my god fucking good i love him so much he is um he is so good in this movie um and i mean kravitz uh, there's not a bad person taturo i've been watching severance have you been watching severance Oh, it's like Adam Scott, and it's created by Ben Stiller, but it's like kind of like horror, okay, but a little bit of comedy. Uh, but it's like where you get your work memories severed from your personal memories, oh, and so you don't remember anything about work. Interesting. And so Adam Scott's one of them, and then Totoro is like the good company man who like loves the company so much, and he's just so amazing. That's great. And then, like I love that he was such a huge part of this. I thought he was just gonna yeah. be a small um, and part of it. Fucking Colin Farrell. <laughs> we gotta talk about it. He was great. I He's mean, so good in everything. I uh, I loved when he made fun of them for the Spanish. He's like, yeah, and you know what else is a rat with wings? A fucking bat. And that's what I was thinking. I don't think he said fucking, but he might have. And that's what I thought. I was like, oh, rat with wings, bat. And he's right. Like, stool pigeon what (laughs) yeah no it totally but my god like he's so good he just like disappears in this movie but real (laughs) i want to segue real quick into the into the fucking writing of this movie yes matt reeves is a genius like writing a mystery movie is hard 
It but is. then writing a mystery movie where you have to put in riddles that connect to the mystery that oh, makes yeah. sense. Like U R L Rada Alada, like Yeah. Okay, like nobody's gonna think but like U R L like oh my god. Yeah. That was like actual good good thinking on the part of the Batman and he does paperwork. <laughs> he keeps those journals. He's a good cop. He does paperwork. <laughs> It's like he does it all. Yeah. He's truly the greatest detective. Yeah, it's a... Uh, God, it's good. Although he isn't, because he does kind of fuck up and he miss. He does, which is... The uh, huge piece of what Another Rubish part of is. what I liked about this, right? Yeah. This is year because two of not, Batman. He's not right. the greatest detective yet. No. Um, there's he's moments sloppy. where he relies on the cops to pick him up or Catwoman to lift him up you know or he he like there's True. a part where he like trips i think like he's like running and just like trips and falls <laughs> yeah and that's true because he really would have nothing he really uh strong-armed zoe kravitz uh selena kyle right call her by her character name into like <laughs> doing every all the hard work for him but yeah yeah um, but he uh he was still a decent detective and figured it out yeah eventually um, <laughs> eventually but the the only thing that kind of upset me about the movie and didn't even really upset me um, is I have a critique too because we had the cast way ahead of time mm-hmm. we knew who the Riddler was we knew what the Riddler's yeah. plan was we as the audience knew who the Riddler was Batman had to figure that out and it's just like. It's so much better when there's that twist. Like if if everything in the marketing said Paul Dano was playing, I don't know, somebody else. Yeah. And then it you know, and then it twisted or whatever it might be. That would have been amazing, right? See, like See, but I think that's the kind of thing that a Shyamalan or even like Marvel or something. Yeah. I feel like they would do that big third act surprise. Right. And I don't know that it needed it because it was more just like when he f- actually had it all figured out, it yeah. was like, oh, fuck, the shit's hit the fan. Like, it yeah. was like he, that, yeah, so, I, is... I don't know. It, it maybe could have been, but, again, I feel like they purposely did things that other movies wouldn't do. Right, um, and and it was great. Like, I loved him solving the mystery, but the other thing that I, that kind of made me a little sad it was like there was kind of a lot in the trailers more than i thought would be. there was <laughs> and again like i'm like they showed us the last shot him yeah isn't that the last shot of him Which muddy one? like look or yes. wait no there was another scene it, it was one that. of it was, was like there? the last five oh, okay minutes it was the one of the last shots yeah. but yeah uh but no yeah they really did show a lot but also did it did knowing all that take away from the movie at all because no. i don't think it did no yeah no it didn't um can I give you what my one critique? Do um, it. So uh, there's the whole thing about the Sal Maroney drug bust. And that's like, it's all told really well. And like, I know he uh, based, like he was inspired by Chinatown. And yeah. uh, so I feel like he did a really good detective movie, but something they do in detective movies that I don't always love is talk a lot about characters you never see, like Sal Maroney. And so by hour two and a half, and they're saying, it wasn't Maroney, it was Falcone. Right. Maroney thought, 
I'm like, Kyle has no idea what's happening right now. <laughs> Just, and, and she enjoyed it. But I was like, they, these names are too similar. And yes. we never saw Sal Maroney. And it's like how, you know, in our improv training at Planet Ant, they say like, don't make the scene about someone that's not in the scene. Like yes. where you're like, oh, hey, Jim was talking. And then the whole scene becomes about Jim. And right. so, it, but that's sort of the detective story because his name was just sort of like the background. Yeah. But th- I feel like that's, uh, I feel like that maybe uh, it could be confusing at times or like sort of like, wait, who's Maroney again? Because we never saw him on screen. Yeah. Heard about him. So if I'm a betting man, they just announced yeah. that Penguin's going to full series. Uh, yesterday what? they announced it. Yeah, because they're making no. a Penguin show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Amazing. So they're doing a full series, and it's going to be an origin movie. I bet. And I'm betting uh, Maroney's going to be in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and it really, like, for someone like me who's probably going to watch this multiple times yeah. and, you know, learn, you're like, learn the whole thing, it's like, if you're really paying attention and trying to sort of be the detective in the theater too, it's like yeah. you'll you'll catch it. But for someone who's maybe tagging along with their loved one, <laughs> the casual viewer might lose interest. Did Kayla feel that way? Did she I saw go it with by you? myself? Oh, you did. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's I, uh, your dedication to Batman. It is. I mean, I love movies. I love going to the movies. The last yeah. few movies outside of Dune, I've seen by myself. Um, I, I did. I, did that once when I was like in high school, and I would love to do it more. It's amazing. It's been so long. I mean, because be- I love seeing a movie. It doesn't great. matter who's with me. And movies are so antisocial anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I definitely can see, you know, Maroni, Falcone, like, yeah. that whole thing. That would be very confusing. Um, there was a lot of names thrown around in this movie. Yeah. A lot of but characters. I did f- yeah, but it. It was satisfying. Yeah. I feel like when they figured out that Falcone was running it all and like that the whole renewal thing was just everybody trying. Like it was well done. I felt it was. Like. Um, you watch new rock stars. Yes. That's how I know most of my knowledge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you watch the breakdown of this movie? I sure did. I didn't finish it, though. I think I was halfway through um, or wait. No. I did finish that one. I was halfway through the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. Okay. Um, the the Riddler's apartment is across the street from the Iceberg Lounge. Oh, like, the that whole was time. great. That like, was great. Holy cow. Yeah. And you, apparently you can um, see him in like one of those first shots. Yeah. And we do need to talk about the music, but really quick. On the whole Colin Farrell front. Yeah. Uh, I love the, like he was fantastic. I loved him. But I love the idea, they just did it with Jared Leto in House of Gucci, of taking a beautiful person <laughs> whose, like, whole career is about being beautiful and, like, being, like, the person you want to see on his, and just fucking him up to look <laughs> like a grotesque monster. It's like, you know there's fat, bald actors out there right. who would kill for that part. <laughs> Where's Danny DeVito no, again? Yeah, your DeVitos, uh, your... <laughs> Your D'Onofrio's. I think D'Onofrio yeah. could oh, kill it. Oh, man. Yeah, D'Onofrio's a right? penguin? That would be great. But but Farrell did a good job. He uh, did. He, he was, like you said, he disappeared. He had a lot of help with the prosthetics and stuff. But he, but he was Everything very about fun. it. Um, before we jump into the music, I mean, the last piece on this was, this Riddler's scary. 
It's not a Riddler that yeah. people are used to. Um, but this is a, a Riddler that's in the comic, like, who sets traps and yeah. does this. And it's an amazing take on the Riddler that, again, I don't think most people are going to see. And I think, you know, might be a, definitely defining for the Riddler is yeah. Paul Dano. The best, the best depiction. Of yeah. It's the Riddler s- got his due in this one. S- totally. Um, and it, which is good. I'm glad because so often people just, you know, take him as a joke yeah. when he's a smart man that can really mess your day up. True. Uh, although the best Riddler is Jim Rash on the Harley Quinn TV show. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's definitely Paul Dano. But possibly the only Gordon who gives uh, Jeffrey Wright a run for his money is Chris Maloney on, on Harley Quinn. Is that Have you watched that show? Voice? So I, yeah. I started it. I mean, I didn't watch too much. I watched, I don't know, maybe the first season. Uh, but it's Ron Funches fun. as King Shark. Oh, every every person on that show is like just perfect yeah yeah gordon's always like super emotional and like clingy with batman when he talks to him it's so funny that's hilarious um um anything else or should we talk music um mikey giacchini before we talk music i want to give you some comics to check out yes oh let me write this down yes um Jared and I just talked about The Killing Joke, which is an amazing Joker story. Everybody should read The Killing um, Joke. It's a 60-page one-off. Which, uh, uh, thanks to new rock stars, I know that they said Miller and the other M name. There was an Easter egg, and that's Frank Miller and the other guy who... Alan wrote, Moore. The guy who wrote the... Moore wrote The Killing Joke and yes. uh, Miller who wrote The yes. Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, so Batman the Killing Joke, amazing Joker story, gives you an origin of the Joker that wasn't meant to be canon, and it eventually became canon, but it shows you how chaotic the Joker can be. Um, This movie, The Batman, was a lot inspired by The Long Halloween, which is a phenomenal mystery. Um, There is a two-part movie on HBO Max, animated movie. Um, Ooh. So if you don't want to read, you can watch it. Um, yeah. That's pretty close. Jensen Ackles does the voice of Batman, and it's very good. Um, uh. But it's a story about um, basically a killer who kills on holidays. And Batman mm-hmm. has to work with Calendar Man, who is like a very D-list villain, <laughs> yeah. to try to figure <laughs> it out. Um, but this, uh, The Long Halloween, again, very influential on on the Batman and Christopher Nolan's the dark Knight trilogy. Mm, um, interesting. Yeah. That's a good uh, one. Gotta check that out. Batman hush. Is, yes. Which they reference with the yes. hush on Thomas Wayne. When obviously. I saw that, I, my mind blew in the theater. My <laughs> jaw dropped. I was like, no way. Um, <laughs> hush again is a, is a mystery where, um, a new character named hush, comes into the world of oh, Gotham. Oh, that's the character's name. Yeah. And starts to take out Batman's allies. And he needs to, mm. you know, figure out what's going on. And then the final one is the Court of Owls. Uh, oh, yeah. The Court of Owls story arc came about in the, I think, 2010. It was kind of wrote by Scott Snyder where he just, he was given the title of Batman. And he was just like, you know what? Let's write a new group of villains. And wow. he wrote about this under and this group 
of Secret Society that kind of ran Gotham from the shadows. That turned out to be an amazing story. It's um, awesome. Yeah. So those, I haven't read any of these. Yeah. I need to read all of them. The Long Halloween, uh, I, did, I would say, is the best out of all of them. I feel like the vibe I get from what you just told me there and the title, like, I feel like that's the one I probably it, want to really go good. for. It's that really good. It's really good. So I read some Batman comics, like, when I was younger, and uh, none of these, but there was one where he was a pirate, and uh, <laughs> my brother and his friend were like, you can't see this panel, Luke. And so when I was older, I snuck and checked. It was, like, animated side boob. It was fine. Yeah. But it was like, Batman is a pirate and that's sleeps funny. with some woman. It was like, what is this comic? That's hilarious. I should really see if that's still at my parents' house. That might you be should. I have a Batman comic upstairs <laughs> that got canceled after the first run of comics. Or the first Cancel edition. culture. Uh, because... It was, uh, it's called Batman Damned, and it was the first comic Ooh. released on DC's Black Label, which was their adult line, oh. um, to get like really rough and gruff. And you see Bruce Wayne's Ding Dong. Ooh. Yeah. Um, the last comic well, I'll list is my brother, um, because he's anti-communist and very <laughs> like weirdly obsessed with the Soviet Union. Got me Superman Red Sun. Yeah. Which is like the whole Cold War one. And I haven't read it yet, but I, I've got the graphic novel there. I was looking through it. It looks pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. I haven't read it either, um, but I enjoy the idea of it. But I definitely want to check these out. Now let's talk about Giacchino on the Keys now. Oh, um, man. He wrote probably one of the most like memorable character themes yeah for in years like with that bomb 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 yeah it's so perfect which if you've listened to the whole song it's like seven minutes long uh it starts i off, haven't i really it should. starts off very solemn and then builds to that like bah, bah, bah. yeah but one thing because there like, are parts where it's like ding just like quiet yeah. piano which i loved too one thing I liked about it was, you know, a lot of Batman, I think, you know, when I think of Batman, I'm sure most people, you think of, nah, 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 right. you know, that like Danny yeah. Elfman. Like the old, yeah. Um, dun, dun, dun. Right. And while it's not that, you still have like the hard horns that are there enough to like, yeah. be, there's that still realm of like, this it is feels what right. Batman music sounds like. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's really good. It's scary. It's quiet yeah. at some points. Um, Which fear is a tool. Yeah. I mean, as Batman says right in the beginning. Exactly. And uh, he's Michael Giacchino is just like one of the best composers of yeah. the modern times. He's he's done so much. Um, he did Spider Man No Way Home. And, you know, Didn't he do some Star Wars too? Uh, oh, he had to have. I think he did Rogue One or one of those. Yeah. Um, he did Star Trek Into Darkness. He did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Um, mm. Yeah. All the Spider Mans, uh, Jojo Rabbit, which is an amazing movie. Um, but his his music is just he's definitely becoming one of the modern composers that like um, Hans Zimmerman and Danny Elfman, like the ones yeah. that are out there that tend to do and, a lot uh, and john williams i mean and john williams even yeah. more legendary but yeah he's he's heading for williams status 
Um, totally. Also love the use of something in the way by Nirvana. I thought oh, it was really yeah. just, it was weird how well it works. Like, yeah, uh, it was because the lyrics even aligned at times. And then like, just because I had that on a mix of mine called life sucks mix. And okay. I always felt like that was the most depressing Nirvana song. Like a lot, they were all a little depressing, but that one was always like the darkest. I feel like that I felt the, yeah. the depths Nirvana went to. So yeah, it was just perfect. Like seeing him come into the bat cave with that play in like quietly and um, the the only moment that I kind of chuckled at was they say underneath the bridge and like Batman yeah, goes under a bridge. Right when he's under the bridge. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> they also could have played under the bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we would have changed the vibe a little. <laughs> when when that trailer came out, the first Batman trailer and that song was in it, like Yeah. Oh, the feel that first like guitar strum and you just see like Batman's Ooh. feet stepping. Oh, Love it. It's so good. Um, I We kind of talked about this, but I did want to point out, because this was the one thing I was proud of myself, like, looking for clues, playing detective in the theater, like yes. I said, um, is, like, the parallels between Batman. The, every way they shot him, they showed the Riddler through the eyes in the first scene. Yeah. Then, the f- I think it may be the first time we see Batman is through his or no i think that was maybe the eye hole fake out but they do a similar shot yeah they dress similar like you said like the riddler's got more like a black leather mask he looks more like batman and uh even just the way they use fear as a tool that's what he mm-hmm. said fear is a tool and that's what everyone was so scared every time the yeah. riddler did like they're like freaking out and it was like they they're the same they and they're telling you that from the beginning like yeah. everything batman's saying is being mirrored by the riddler it's just not as apparent and then it's like you realize they are the same and he needs to change because he can't be vengeance which the amount of times they called him vengeance <laughs> like i love in the trailer it kind of was like cheesy like oh he's he's saying i'm vengeance like right. it seemed like it was supposed to be cool but then it's like people are making fun of him for it throughout the movie. Yeah. And it's like, hey, vengeance, what's up with you? It <laughs> like, is. It's really funny because does he? I don't think he ever calls himself Batman. No, no, he. Um, I think at maybe at the end or something. But yeah, it's like he's always referred to as vengeance. It yeah. was wild, which is really funny. And, and he was like, like you said, you got very little Bruce Wayne, so much Batman. And I feel like I kind of love uh, Michael Keaton as my favorite Bruce Wayne. Really? Not my favorite Batman, but I love Bruce Wayne, Michael Keaton. And I feel like you get way more Bruce Wayne in Batman than you do Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like he's, yeah. he's Michael Keaton a lot of it. But just the 80s mullet, he's great. It's, <laughs> it's so silly. I can't wait to see him come back. Yeah. In, uh, oh, in The Flash. They. All right. Wait, he's going to be in the Flash. They yeah. should do it. Have him come back in the Batman universe as like a villain. <laughs> That'd be sick. That'd be cool, Mister Freeze. Mister Freeze. He can re- give, uh, like same way Paul Dano redeemed Jim Carrey's Riddler. He can redeem Schwarzenegger's <laughs> Mister Freeze. <laughs> On that note, I think we covered this movie pretty we damn well. 
Any any other closing thoughts? Go see it. Don't let the time be too daunting and hold you back. Um, yes. And don't let Robert Pattinson hold you back because certainly not. Damn, he's good. Yeah. Don't blame him for being a heartthrob and landing some some great roles for himself because he can act. Watch yeah. Good Time, which I th- uh, I think he was cast in this because of had yes. with his role in Good Time. Have you seen that movie? I haven't. I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never okay. sat and watched it. So it is a little problematic. I think Benny Softy playing a mentally challenged individual. Yes. Um. I will say he doesn't do it super offensively, but it's still like, yeah, hire someone. You know? Right. And, um, and, uh, but like Pattinson's amazing and it's the, the softies, uncut gems who made that. <laughs> and, um, so <laughs> recommend that as well. Pattinson and the lighthouse was like one of my favorite horror movies. He's incredible in that. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, no, I'm fully sold on Pattinson. You don't need to convince me. Good. 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 Um, He also had the best gravelly Batman voice because he just spoke like this. Yeah, he didn't he do didn't too much. put on a voice. He just spoke like this. He didn't yeah, talk like Christian great. Bale, which was yeah, one of Christian Bale's biggest downfalls as Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's bad. All right. So that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, as always, got to talk about our three daddies. We're Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com and check out all the great shows, one of which is Big Dad Energy. Um, and you can go listen to Joe and Jared's dad talks. Anything to share there? Um, you know, listen to our typical Big Dad Energies on Wednesdays, you know, where we kind of talk about dadding, adulting. Um, this past one, Jared talked about his time in therapy and what that's been like for him, which is pretty in-depth and, and pretty cool. And then, you know, on Fridays, we yeah. release Dad Talks, which is kind of just us rambling about whatever. Um, yeah. You know, just before we're recording We're Two Dads this, Talk. Yeah, we talk, Two Dads Talk. We talked about Batman. <laughs> we've talked about beer. We've talked about best TV dads. So, yeah, it's kind of a bit that's of everything. episode. Yeah. So go check that out. Great show and many other awesome shows on planet ant and live going on they just did a nice post i saw where they were like we put on 300 events uh since we opened back up so it's awesome that they got live theater and shows going on so check that out and of course our third daddy offshelf.net and uh that's gonna do it for us this week as always i'm luke leben saying you better check your perspective joe come up with some some silly catchphrase right now Say I'm Uh, Joe Lopez saying, and then just say something. I'm Joe Lopez saying, don't forget to put that pen in your cup. This is the best song ever. I'm Vengeance. (laughs) Well, it's the best song ever. Not a podcast better. Been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.